said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowly state of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks to be, be to God. God. Thank you so much. You may have noticed with all the children's involvement today, it's Family Ministry Sunday right here on the fourth Sunday of Advent. Mm -hmm. And Kelly and I decided to do something a little different today. So we're going to share in the message mm -hmm. today. And as we get started, we invite you to a moment of prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the joy of the season, for the sacred moments that we are recalling as we journey through study and worship together. Send now your spirit, that spirit of holiness, of sacredness into the space, and more importantly, into our hearts. Tune our hearts and minds, Lord, to the song of your grace, singing of the joys of all that you give around us. Help us to focus on you in this time. It's in the mighty name of Jesus, our King of kings, the gift of all gifts that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, Kelly, it's great to be in the space with you this yeah, it's morning. it's different today. It's different. Mm -hmm. um, we've been, as you know, as we've been journeying through the season, all the Sundays of Advent, we've been reflecting on the sacredness and how we come closer to the story of Jesus birthed with us. And we've been having a focus word for each week. And if you're a kid among us this morning, we call you to just pay attention to some of the things you'll see on the screen and some of the things that Kelly and I share. So uh, tune up. The word on the screen this week is joy. Oh, I like how they just get that mm -hmm. on command, is joy. There's so much joy in the season. And Kelly, we're going to talk about that joy yeah. um, today, yeah. how it's really the center of all that we do. Yeah, and you know, this is such a great time. I mean, great time of year, right? There's so much going on and activities and things to do with the church and, and all of that. Um, but it's kind of interesting, too, that, that each of us come from a different place, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And we all have different traditions and that type of thing. Um, but no matter how you celebrate Christmas, there's joy at the, at the center of it. So there's a neat video that I found, and that if we want to watch this real quick. Cool. Let's do it. Take a look. All right. What are my Christmas Eve traditions? So my son and I take a trip every year. We always play this game called Ute. Nosotros celebramos las posadas. We go to concerts and bazaars, and we end it with a huge parade. We play our family traditional games, Gavita and Ghana. Que es cuando vamos en puerta en puerta cantando canciones y al final tenemos una fiesta grande. We always have yummy food and we also watch lots of Christmas shows and movies. <laughs> 
What do we eat? Gosh, what don't we eat? Kimchi. Endera. Shepherd's pie. Labane. Los tamales. Kutfu. Cinnamon rolls. We've got pulgogi. Fcharisa. We're having coffee all day. Yorkshire pudding. And fudge. Los buñuelos. It's all so good. When do we open presents? Always Christmas morning, always after hot chocolate. We really don't exchange presents. Christmas Eve. Siempre después el desayuno. We exchange one gift at midnight. Always in the morning. We usually go for a present that big. Yeah. Or this big. <laughs> Why do I celebrate Christmas? <laughs> for Jesus. Jesus. It's all for Jesus. Jesus. For my Jesus. Because it's Jesus' birthday. Yeah. that Kelly what a great video yeah how many of you guys saw yourselves somewhere in there right either the food or the traditions or something like that and they're all different and yet it's the same reason absolutely Jesus. all the things of the season are our special dishes the mm -hmm. decorations around us mm -hmm. the candles they all center in to Jesus yeah. and we're gonna talk this morning about how that brings us joy, right. how those traditions bring us joy mm -hmm. and ultimately reflect what God has given us in Jesus. Right. Speaking of giving, Kelly, you're pretty special. And Thank you. I, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, I bought you something. Well, I didn't buy you. I made you, you something. You made something? A gift. Should I be scared? Merry Christmas. Don't be no, scared. No, 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 not scared. It's, it's not going to jump all, out. It's all good. I think you'll like it. Let me see. Oh, cookies, cookies. Are they gluten-free? I... Oh, 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 no, they're not gluten-free, Kelly. Oh. I'm so sorry. Are you, are you gluten-free? Yeah, I have to eat gluten-free. Oh, no. That's I'll make a... you some more. Well, that's all right. You know what? My husband will really enjoy these. Oh, but He's I can not make you some more. I feel so bad. I no, should have asked. No, that's all right. You know what? The fact that you thought about me, that was... That was amazing. Oh, I really, I really appreciate so cool about that. that. I hope he of enjoys course, them, and I'll make some, some other time. And they time. smell really good. Yeah. And they smell really good. But you know what? I also, I did get you something too. You got me something I too. Did. Oh, this is I did. So I didn't make it though, but oh, it's still it's something. Of, I thought it seemed to just remind me, you know, something oh. maybe you'd enjoy. Oh, cool. Oh, it's a book. I love books. Yeah. Yep. Oh, let me yep. see what it is. <gasps> oh, oh, um, Kelly. Yeah. Everybody's been giving me the same book this season, Contagious oh. Faith. Um, I have three copies in the office. I'm kind of giving oh. them back out. Well, okay. But, but it was so special. But I can return it. Maybe I can get you something different. No, I don't know what you I, haven't I'm read. I'm sure I can put it to you. So I'm, I'm going to just give them, if you don't mind, I'll give them. Share, share the joy. Oh, share so the sweet. joy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, even when, even when the gift is not exactly what we think it's going to be, there's still joy. Still joy. And that's why the fact that you thought of me. Yeah, I you think thought that's very so nice. special. And that taps into our scripture that was was so well read this morning. Good job. Mm -hmm, Good mm -hmm. job. <laughs> um, Mary, as Mary reads, he he read the whole piece of of uh, Luke chapter one there at the end. As Mary uh, talks, we see. I'm going to pull this up on the screen. This is a little bit different 
maybe just a slightly different translation. Mary said these words, Kelly. She says, my soul magnifies the, the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. That's really what we do in this season as we rejoice in our Savior. And then Mary goes on to say what Jesus has done, for he has looked on us with favor on the lowly state of his servants. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed. She's talking about herself. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and, and holy is his name. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but that piece that was so well read, that whole long piece of scripture, it actually, we believe Mary sang that. Not crazy. Like she, she really understood what God was doing inside of her. She visits with Elizabeth, and she just breaks forth in this song, mm -hmm. speaking about the joy that Jesus is going to bring. And it made me think of, like, no wonder we sing so much in this season. We've had wonderful pieces of music mm -hmm. in this service. Really, Mary's song was probably the first Christmas carol. Just what you read so well for us this morning, mm -hmm. that was probably the first Christmas carol as Mary realized the miracle that God was giving, not just her, but all the earth and what Jesus would do right. and the joy he would bring. Well, and I think that's, I think that's an important note that, um, you know, she was probably terrified too. She was probably very scared. And yet deep inside, she felt such joy at yeah. being called by God yeah. to do this amazing thing. And and I think that's something within, within our lives. Many of us feel happy, right? We have happy times. But happiness comes from people or places or experiences or even things. You know, I'm happy because I get to watch a movie and I get, I'm happy because I'm gonna go to a party. But if those things don't work out, like the cookies didn't quite work out and the gift didn't work out, the joy is still there. That joy in knowing God and knowing that Jesus is there in the center of everything, that's what makes it so amazing. You know, and we all have good days and bad days. Some of us go through financial problems or marriage problems or problems with our kids or health issues, you know, we've heard this morning. And yet, even though we're not feeling very happy at that moment or that day or we've had a tough year, that joy is still deep down inside of us. And that can't be taken away, no matter what trials or tribulations we go through. Yeah. yeah. I love what you said, Kelly. It reminds me of one of my favorite Christmas decorations at home. Mm -hmm. Would you like to see a picture of it? I would. All right. I think I have here. one. Let's take a look on the screen. <gasps> oh, there you go. Yeah, magic. Um, so this is just, it's not very big. It's like this big. So it's not big. It looks big because it's blown up there, but it sits on uh, a table in our home every year. And kids, what's the word there? Oh, good. Thank joy. you. Joy, the, mm -hmm. the word we're talking about. And who's in the center of the O? Who's right in the center of the word? Baby Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I love this decoration because it really just speaks to what our season is all about. That Jesus is the center of our joy. And all that we do, all that you were talking, even, even when we're not necessarily happy, we're drawn to, to him and what he gives us. This, this wonderful gift. Now, Mary, as you said, she was probably scared, and um, through the work of the Holy Spirit, as she visits with Elizabeth and she breaks forth in song, she begins to talk about this gift that is given the world in Jesus, how everything's going to change with his coming, including her life. She says she's going to be blessed from generation to generation, but she also talks about how all things wrong are sort of tilted in the right direction, right. that justice will come for those that are oppressed 
that those that are on the margins, God is going to lift them up and change their right. lives. And that's going to be the way of God forevermore. Yeah. And that this is just an ongoing thing. It didn't just stop in a manger in Bethlehem, but it continues on into the present day. Right. And it's not just the season of Christmas. It just carries on. It's, it, when you put that decoration away at the end of the season, there. the yeah. joy doesn't go away with it. Absolutely. It doesn't get packed in a box, right? Um, and, and, and when you were talking about Mary singing, that's yeah. probably one of the reasons we sing so much at Christmas, yeah. right? Our, our children's choirs have been singing, and we had the cantata, and we had um, just all sorts of singing going on. I know the student ministry had gone out and done some oh, caroling. Yeah, like there's some pictures of uh, the, the children's choir. And it's just, a, it's just a time for rejoicing, right? And what's interesting is with the word rejoice, in the middle of the word rejoice is the word joy, right? Rejoice. And if you guys remember your back to your English days, right? Your, your, your days of uh, literature and grammar and that type of thing. What does the prefix re mean? Anyone remember? Again, that's exactly right. And so when we rejoice, we feel that joy and we celebrate that joy over and over and over again. It doesn't go away. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot, Pastor Gina. Do you know how many times the word joy is in the Bible? You know, I actually do because you told me in the first service. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and but, you remembered. And but you remembered. I, I do remember. I wonder if anybody else wants to take a guess. Anybody you want to else? take a stab? Just yell Barbara, out. you can't answer either probably. Do any of you guys have any idea? Joy in the Bible. Yeah. 200. Were you he, in the last service? He gets the prize. You're exactly that's exa right. That's exactly right. Good very job. good. Yes. Yeah, about 200 times it's in there. And so, so the Bible is telling us, the people who have, have given us these stories, they're telling us to rejoice. It, it, we don't feel the joy for a small period of time. Even when things are going poorly and life is, is um, we're just not having a good day. Rejoice. Jesus is still there. Jesus is still there, and he's in the center of it all, just like in the center of that right. that you had. Right. There's yeah. some other scriptures you want to share a couple of yeah. other scriptures? There's another one that I think, it, I, I really like this one. We work with the kids at, um, downstairs on this one. So James chapter 1, verse 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. You know, trials aren't necessarily good, right? We don't say, I wish I would have a bad day today, right? Those trials are going to happen, though. And we're going to have days where we're not very happy. But through all those trials and tribulations, we know that God is working for our good. And that as we continue to remember, he is in the center of it all. Good days and bad days. That's really important. Yeah. Um, those 200 times, you're, you're so right, Kelly. It's a theme throughout a scripture, not just in Christmas season that we talk about joy, but it's just a theme. Uh, the Apostle Paul writes, and this is sometimes a lot of people's favorite scripture, Philippians 4. Um, this is a little bit different translation. Mm -hmm. um, there it is. Um, rejoice in the Lord always, Paul write, wrote. So he didn't say rejoice in the Lord just at Christmas time. He said rejoice in the Lord always. And then what I love about this particular uh, piece of scripture is that he said, and again, I say rejoice. Like it wasn't just enough to say you need to rejoice, but let me say it again. You need to rejoice, people, Paul is writing. And no wonder we celebrate Christmas like every year. It's not enough just to celebrate God's birth once or for a certain season in history, but always. 
And then Paul begins to speak of what Christmas brings us. He says, let your gentleness be known to everyone. The way of Christ, the goodness, for the Lord is near. That's what we celebrate in Emmanuel, God with mm -hmm. us. And then he says, don't be anxious about anything. Parents, don't be anxious about that you only have a week until Christmas Eve. <laughs> don't be anxious about anything but in everything, be in, by prayer and supplication, we'll go to the next page, there we go, there with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to, to God, and the peace of God, the Prince of Peace, the peace of God that we receive in Jesus Christ that surpasses our ability to even understand will guard our hearts and minds in this Christ Jesus. Jesus, the center of our joy, it's worth repeating, Kelly. Mm -hmm. It's worth repeating. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about this, I'm going to stand up a little bit and get a little serious pastor face. When we talk about joy in the season, it does not discount what Kelly was talking about, that we have trials. It seems like maybe this is a year of trials. We've had some other years like this. I, I stood in this space yesterday, and I looked out in the, in the same spaces that you're occupying for those that are in the house with us today, and I looked at a grieving community as we celebrated the life and we held a funeral for a dear member of our congregation that left us too soon. So those griefs, those, those heavy challenges, they don't leave us in Christmas. They're among us. And there are other things that just challenge our hearts in the season. As we look and we listen to the news every time you turn the news on, you pick up the phone, you pick up the paper, we hear about our world at war and our heart breaks. We see the devastated, we see a humanitarian crisis. Those things are real. In our news, it's washing over us that, that homelessness is on the increase and hunger. And so these ministry partners that we have, they're so important, are living into the joy and hope of Christmas is really important in times like these, of understanding that, that Jesus as the center of our joy, it doesn't make things go away, but it calls us. It calls us right into the center, if you will, of the story that we retell over and over and over again. That as we draw close to this manger, as we draw close to this rejoicing that the angels sang about on that holy night, we're called to be a part of that story. As we see the world breaking around us, as we see grief and lack of hope and pain, we're called to live into the way of Christ. That story repeats, Kelly, throughout Scripture as Joy has talked about. In the Old Testament, the people of Israel, they returned from exile in the book of Nehemiah. And the prophet Nehemiah and other prophets, they're telling the people of God in the midst of the hardest time of, you need to, to turn toward God in this moment and you need to live this way. And the people push back and they say, we can't do this. And the prophet says this on the screen, this do not be grieved for what? Read this with me. For the, for the joy, joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord. And the wisdom that comes with it is our strength. Not just in this season, but in all seasons. So we're called, Kelly, we're called children, we're called families to come close to the way of Christ. To live with Jesus in the center, knowing, knowing, knowing. We know how the story ends. And that's part of the good news of Christmas. 
we know that love wins, that you can never go wrong when you enter into the stream of his love. And that brings true joy. It really does. So we have a, a wonderful image, um, God at work and Jesus coming near. Let's move with that image on the screen. I just want you to focus on that for a minute. God coming near is Emmanuel, calling you and me, all of us of all ages, all of us to know that love is at work and that joy is in the center, in the center of the manger as we depict that scene that happened so many thousand years ago and how it's breaking forth even in the present moment, Kelly. Mm -hmm. And so we rejoice, mm -hmm. we rejoice. Yeah, and there's um, one more Bible verse, and I don't know if we have it on the slide or whatever, from 1 Thessalonians. Um, Be joyful always, pray continuously, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you yes. in Jesus Christ. God's will for us yes. is joy. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's, that's right. a sermon. <laughs> um, you know, there's a neat poem called, um, uh, it's called, Oh Lord, Lord You Were Lord Born. Was born. <laughs> you Were Born by Ann Weems. Um, and this is a really neat, it's something that I feel like um, a lot of the adults in here can probably relate to. And it says, each year this year, I try to be sophisticated. And I pretend to understand the bored expressions relating to the Christmas spirit. And I nod when they say, put the Christ back in Christmas. I'm sure you've seen the bumper stickers and stuff. And I say, yes, yes, when they shout, it's so commercial and hectic, 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 hectic. And after all, I'm getting older. And I've heard it said, Christmas is for children. But somehow, fa-la-la keeps creeping out. And so I'll say it, I love Christmas tinsel and angel voices that come from the beds upstairs. I say three cheers for Santa Claus and for the Salvation Army bucket and all the wrappings and festivities and warm, special warm feelings. I say it's a good, giving, praising, celebrating. So hooray for Christmas trees and candlelight and the good old church Christmas pageant. Hooray for shepherd boys who forget their lines and wise men whose beards fall off and even Mary who giggles. Oh, Lord, you were born. Oh, Lord, you were born, and that breaks in among my ordered life like bugles blaring. And I sing, hark the herald angels in the most unlikely places. You were born, and I will celebrate. I rejoice for the carnival of Christmas, and I clap for the pajama-clad cherubs and the Christmas cards jammed in the mail slot. I ooh for the turkey, and I ah for the Christmas pudding, and I thank God for the alleluias I see in the faces of people I don't know, and yet I know very well Lord, there are not enough choirs to sing what I feel. There aren't enough trumpets to blow. Oh, Lord, I want the bells to peal. I want to dance in the streets of Bethlehem, and I want to sing with the heavenly host. For unto us a son was given, for he was called God with us, and for those who believe, the whole world is decorated with love. Wow, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. We're going to call that image of the Holy Family back on the screen.
we hope that in the season you're drawn to the center of his joy. And that in all that you do, you're feasting, you're celebrating, you're singing, you're worshiping, that you share this gift with the world around you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Kelly.